What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Today, we're sharing seven things you can stop doing to save on taxes so that you can keep more money in your pocket and grow your wealth simultaneously. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the nine to five. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Hey there, and welcome back, Cashflow Multipliers. We're Palmy and Nancy Kitty, aka the Kitty Sisters, and you can think of us as your financial BFFs. You know those friends that you can call and do anything with? The one where you can call up at the last minute and ask if you want to you know, grab Starbucks coffee and maybe stroll through Home Goods and Target for a good two hours on a Sunday. You know, for research. In some ways, we like to think of ourselves as those friends, except the money-saving edition. Now, don't get us wrong, we love a good deal. Perusing through the aisles of any quality store, looking at a pretty item on display and smelling the sweet scent of candles and other goods set our soul on fire. And when we cut through coupons in the process, we can justify the money that we're about to drop even better. Hey, those throw pillows were buy one, get one free palm. You have to have them. Well, aside from our shopping tendencies, and for some of us, those tendency turns into addiction. I don't know who we're talking about, but we're also known as saving you in places you didn't even know you could save. The ultimate coupon clip, paying less in taxes. If you're anything like us, the more money in your pocket at the end of tax season, the better, right? You have heard the old adage of the many different ways to save on taxes. Some of those reasons sounds like this. Go on holidays and write them off as business trips. While we love a vacation, I'm coming back with a sunburn on my skin and a hole in my wallet. Write off as many things as possible, aka buy unnecessary items by year end so your bank account is as low as possible. Again, we're big fans of home goods stores, but there's so much live, love, live posters a girl can have. Yep, gamble away since you can have a write off. This plane sounds sketchy. Label everything as entertainment because that's the way that we can claim them as expenses. As much as I love theater, know your niece's school performance of Annie is not entertainment expense. Become your own H&R block. If you're thinking, hey, I can save a lot of money this way, there's a reason these people get stressed out during tax season. Don't get married. Just kidding. Do get married because you can file jointly and lower your tax brackets. This advice is just plain confusing and it takes everything romantic out of marriages. And the last reason... Make babies so you can claim them as dependent. I'm sorry. Did you just tell me to form a life and bring it onto this planet for tax purposes? Now that is plain cringy. Of course, these are extreme examples and are old school strategies that have worked for generations, right? However, we're here to say there is another way to cut your tax bill down to virtually zero. Zero dollar, that is. 
Of course, this came with a few trials on our end, and we've learned the hard way which options work without $0 on our balance sheet by the end of the year that allows us to have profits in our business without having to expense everything. Let's just say we don't dread on the month of April anymore. Now, full disclaimer, we are not CPAs. As always, please consult with your tax and legal professionals for your specific situation. Yep, that is a must. Now, we want to help you get there too. So that's why today we're sharing seven things you can stop doing to save on taxes so that you can keep more money in your pocket and grow your wealth simultaneously. And the best part is, it's still true to you. This way you can expand financially in a way that can get you closer to your goals, fund your lifestyle, and your schedule. So together, we're also here for the ride of breaking down these old school methods of the past to saving taxes that simply does not make sense anymore. And instead, lean into keeping more money in your pocket the right way that helps create an abundant life. Ahem. Passive income. <laughs> yep. To fund your lifestyle of your dreams. And hey, if that includes stopping at every aisle at Target and not thinking twice at the cash register, you're here for that too. Nan, I think you said at the beginning that we're going to be sharing a story with everyone. Yes. Oh my gosh. This one is for the book. You remember our ex-CPA? How can I not? Okay, well, there is this one interaction with her that I will never forget. It was around tax season and we were contemplating this massive six-figure tax bill that I owe. In the middle of chuffing through, you know, like the paperwork and thinking through all the options, she looked at me dead in the eye and say, Hey, since you're paying a high six-figure tax bill, one of the ways to pay less taxes is to claim dependent. If you have like four children, you can write off, I think at that time, like $3,500 per each child or something. I can't recall exact, like the exact amount. What? Yep, that was my response too. Man, an X for a reason, huh? Now, don't get us wrong. Having children is wonderful and a total gift, but I surely don't want to have them so I could write them off. I mean, it would possibly help with dropping my tax bracket, maybe, but that's not enough to compare how much it actually costs to bring a human into this world. Between the hospital appointments to diapers to daycare, four times, I mean, phew, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. So big shout out to all the mamas out there to make it this happen at home definitely with you there. Just because someone said that that's one of the ways you can cut your tax bill, don't go out of your way and have babies just for the sake of tax purposes. Instead, if you qualify as a real estate professional, to send your money out for them to make babies, aka interest for you. Trust us when we say that there's more sound, sustainable, and scalable way. When you send your money to make babies, particularly in multifamily apartment asset class, you get to enjoy the tax write-off with depreciation, sand the dirty diapers. The amazing thing is when you do send your money to make babies, if you are qualified as a real estate professional, just like Palm just said, you can use any passive loss to offset your active income, which then will help you keep more money in your pocket while growing your wealth passively and help free up your time as well. We love kids, but they don't exactly free up your time. So check out episode 16 is being a real estate professional for you to see the ins and out for being real estate professional and how that can help or lead you into getting a break from Uncle Sam and save you thousands of dollars in the process. We'll have the link in the show note um, here today. Now, for those of you who aren't qualified as a real estate professional yet, you can use your K-1 paper loss to offset any passive income activities so you won't have to pay any taxes on them. These aren't just some helpful guidelines that we're giving you guys here. Our best advice is to make sure you check with your tax professionals for your particular scenario. And of course, guys, it's no secret that we love traveling. I mean, our whole Instagram is filled with 
awesome memories from our trips around the world at an incredible destination. We feel so fortunate and blessed. And you know what we're not thinking about when we're hopping island to island in the Maldives or taking a road trip in Namibia or swimming alongside the majestic sea lion in the Galapagos? How we're going to expense this trip for tax purposes. Now, we know people who claim their holiday trips as their business expense, although those are like family vacation, have nothing to do with the business. Plus, nobody likes a guy on the trip with his AirPods in that says like, <laughs> oh, just a minute, make a quick phone call. Nan, remember the time that we just finished scaling Half Dome in Yosemite and literally on top of the mountain, you got a phone call from one of our clients requesting samples? That was a nightmare. You see, according to the IRS, to write off any business trip, you must participate at least 50% of your time for the business. For example, if you want to write off a trip to an island in Hawaii to check out some real estate ventures, you need to make sure it's really a real estate investing trip. You'll need to have all the necessary paperwork. For example, a brochure of the real estate that you visit or tickets to real estate conference that you went to. When you write off incorrectly, you can be challenged by the IRS if you get an audit. Make sure to keep a clear document and all the paperwork like the brochure necessary related to the business trip. Yep. This doesn't mean we aren't down for a trip to Hawaii for a real estate conference. We're just saying make sure you know how to prove it. Like we said at the top of the episode, we love a good deal. And especially for you up and coming business owners and entrepreneurs, we know how easy it is to fall into the trap of buying all the great latest and greatest toys available. Yep. I mean, you know the new iPhone to sync to your new AirPod to make that important business call and the new laptop which you'll do all your work, plus ensuring your health is on track as a company. So you also need a new smartwatch and you'll be able to write it off at the end of that year too, right? See? So easy. Showing your bank account as like zero may get you to reduce your tax bill, but it also means you're spending your money away versus keeping more in your pocket. Stop letting that zero in your bank accounts mean you're on a winning side because the reality check is that you're actually not. At the end of the day, you will end up with unnecessary items that you absolutely may have no use for them, right? Our best tip is for you to buy items with a purpose that will help you grow your business. We only want to see things in the positive, not negative, right, Palm? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Both in your life and in your bank account. Did you know what one of the hardest addictions to break is? Drinking boba? No, I'm pretty sure that's just us. Actually, it's gambling. Because the mindset is that they can win it all back in just a second. So they keep trying and trying, hoping the odds will land in their favor. That makes a lot of sense and explain why it's easy to get stuck and think there is another way to write off taxes. In fact, many entrepreneurs we know use these methods because they think they want to try their luck while at the same time saving on taxes. Our best advice is to save the gambling for responsible trips to Vegas, not during the cusp of tax season. As innocent as it starts at the beginning, gambling can quickly grow into a terrible habit that will be unproductive for your life. Our other method to not save on taxes, label everything as quote-unquote entertainment. Let's be honest, that noble lunch you took with the girls was not an entertainment expense. Sure, they may have asked you how your real estate gig is working out, but there's no strategy involved or investors you're trying to bring in. Just a couple of lynchy and elderflower martinis. Hey, no judgment there. Not too long ago, that was us too when we first got started, right? Only when we realized that the entertainment category is restricted to be used for business purposes only, any expense that takes money away from your pocket may hurt your bottom line. As much as we love oysters, they tend to be a tad pricey. Be intentional and let all the charges be for business entertainment. Don't spend any money just because you think you're going to pay less in taxes. But do celebrate your big tax win with some sushi by the sea if that's your thing. 
Moving to filing tax. Raise your hands if you're guilty of thinking you can file your taxes on your own. Yep, that was once us as yep, well. That, that was us. We thought, hey, this is easy enough and we can save a few hundred dollars by not hiring someone to communicate to the IRS for us. Ah, uh, yes, us and our big <laughs> dreams. The reality is you need at least 10,000 hours to become an expert in anything and any field. We thought filing taxes was so straightforward that we could become our H&R block. More like H&R brokes. We were way over our head and then start hiring our you know, professionals. But even then, we ran into some issue. Like the story I just shared with you guys earlier, even though we were hiring CPA, but their advice on how not to pay taxes was to have children or to get married. I'm sorry, is this 1995? (laughs) While she was good in many ways, this was not the advice we were looking for. Guys, not all CPAs are equal. Some CPAs don't have real estate as their specialties. While we have legal, moral, and ethical obligation to pay taxes, we think it's important to follow the guidelines of what the government really want us to do. The government doesn't really care which side of the quadrant you're in. Either way, they get that 40 to 60% from your tax pay or they get you to do what they want you to do, which is to become a producer and give opportunities to others to make money in this economy. No matter how you slice it, Uncle Sam and his band, the IRS, gets out on top and we're here to make sure that we're working smarter, not harder around it. So while you may have to shop around for a good tax expert that are, it's totally worth every single penny, our current CPA is good good and expensive and we're not (laughs) kidding here but they're experts in real estate accounting and have hit those 10,000 hours to become expert faster and way better than we could ever be now we have an incredible cpa who tells us things like tax law is a roadmap to financial freedom filled with incentives for entrepreneurs and investors like us all we have to do is follow the rules of the rich and finally don't get married so you can file jointly to potentially lower your tax bracket Honestly, every time we hear this, we can't help but chuckle to ourselves. <laughs> all I can picture is you at the altar with white dress and all, and me rushing to the building to stop the wedding. Like, stop, <laughs> you don't have to do this, Palm. There's another way. And in this case, you aren't even someone vying for my heart. You're just trying to help me save in taxes on my own terms. <laughs> exactly. You remember our friends, the pediatrician, right? Yes. She's so amazing. I remember her saying that she doesn't really want to get married because she grew up in a broken home situation and she was scared of that kind of commitment. That is so real. Yes. She never wanted to get married and was super content living with her boyfriend and living her life. At the same time, she was paying a lot of taxes. So her CPA suggests they get married so that she could join, file jointly and lower the tax bracket. <sighs> What's up with these CPAs and their marriage (laughs) advices? Well, lucky for her, it did work out and now she has two beautiful kids of her own. I guess taxes can get a little romantic, but still, I don't want a CPA officiating my wedding though. And that's what we have for you guys today. The seven things you can put on your do not do list when it comes to tax savings. Our hope is that you've learned a little bit of something and honestly feel a little bit relieved that your tax savings do not depend on if your wedding bells is in your future or not. While this is a list of stops and don't, there are other ways to not only cut your tax bill, but keep more money in your pocket while simultaneously generating passive income to grow your long-term wealth. Remember this, tax laws are basically a series of incentives that the government uses to push certain policies, like producers. So we approach the tax law with this point of view and look at it as a way to incentivize ordinary people like us to act accordingly. We will get to keep more money in our pockets. Because at the end of the day, it's not about how much money you're making, but about how much money you can keep. That's all from us today. We hope you've learned something new. And as always, feel free to check out some free resources at thekittysisters.com slash podcast. And keep up with all our adventures, minus marriage and babies, at thekittysisters.com.
on Instagram. We'll talk to you all soon. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.